out the 92 we've got i've got that somewhere we were like something like 28th or 45th or something like that or 28th or something because i i don't think think we're a championship team i think we're a league one side i think we are now but i think what the problem we have is we've been terrible when football's had this rebirth so when you look back in like bruce i think you tweeted it a couple of days ago where you were showing the attendance the attendances Oh, we, used to, we used to get four and a half thousand in the championship. But but what I'm trying to say is there was you can see those attendances there. Leicester City are getting fourteen thousand. Burnley are getting seventh, six thousand, three thousand. Most of them. I remember back in '95. So the season we changed the pontoon to seating. Wolves were the top record, top top average attendances in '94, '95 season by a long way, and that was with twenty four thousand. But it kind of goes back to something we said the other, well, I said the other day on the pod is that it's just the general apathy around the club. Yeah. Of, then the nothing gets developed for the fans, and it doesn't have to be anything major. Do you know what I mean? It's not like Lincoln have gone out and built a whole new stadium and stands no. to get people going there. This fans are this fans going to be popular if they do it right. And the, yeah, and the thing, yeah, and the thing we've also got as well is we've got a lot of we do as you've said we've got lots of people who bob in and out and are interested moved away or just interested in every now and then, but would commit themselves if we got, if they were enjoying themselves. You could see it in the uptaking tickets when we were playing lower league and stuff, but the conference was still an issue. And I think still League Two would be an issue. But if we bounce through it, you you can find that I think people would start pulling. And especially if you've got a friendlier and more approachable face and the experience is better and you start dealing with some of the demons that the club has in terms of, it's kind of right-wing mentality at places and makes it more family-friendly in places. You don't have to change it entirely and and gives, and gives makes it sound, instead of just like a load of sad bastards like us going because we go, but make it the thing that you need to be a part of in the town. There are so many ways they can do it. Well, the, the thing is, obviously, if the stadium is going on the docks, as is muted, obviously nothing confirmed on that yet because presumably dealt with by the consortium. But you've also got Tom Shoots is involved in the regeneration of the Freeman Street area. Yeah. Um, near where I work. Um, there's a new, it's not necessarily part of regeneration when I say this in terms of positivity <clears throat> as such. But there's a new YMCA going in and a load of other buildings just up the road from where And they we look, are. and it helps that they look nice. I was yeah. seeing them, they look nice. I looked at the new St. James's part today, that yeah. looked nice. And and the same with the bit around the Riverhead. Well, that's that the bit like... I was going to say. All of a sudden, if you have the stadium on the docks, then Freeman Street redone, and then the Riverhead and St. James, you've got a long chain running right through the centre of the town, which is all new and redone. Yeah. And then you get the all the work on with the renewables and things. So, as an example, my daughter's applying for apprenticeships in there now. That's just going to keep so much more money in the area um, as well. Be, it would be really interesting to see if companies that have a quite um, sort of companies like Orsted who have, I would say liberal is the wrong word, but that sort of modern look about themselves. Yeah, they look progressive. Progressive. Yeah, that's a great word for it. Um, if they would be willing to sort of sponsor the club in the future, 
now that they've got a more progressive board in board on board and, and running it. And it'll be really interesting to see over the next couple of years exactly the sort of companies Grimsby Town will be attracting to 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 them because it'll be interesting to see how that commercial side of things is being dealt with. Um, because I think you'll find it will change quite rapidly. Right, I've got two two bits for you. Okay. Um, I don't think to your 95, 96, um, guess how many teams do you think when we played away in the league had double figures of thousands in attendance? So how many teams when we was last in League 2 went no, up to no, 10,000? 95, 96, when yeah. Alex was saying the season after we went all-seater, so by which time most teams were all-seater. One. Um, now, how many of our opponents, when we played them, were the more than 10,000 effectively? What league was that, sorry? Division Championship one. Division One. So yeah, I'm uh, going with I'm going with uh, seven. I'm gonna yeah, I was thinking eight myself. So we'll there go were te- yeah. ten. ten. Yeah, there were ten. it wasn't it wasn't that high. It so really we played. Wasn't. I'll just very quickly because uh, we we played Derby away ten thousand, Wolves twenty three and a half thousand. Alex, like you said, yeah. Birmingham. 16. My memory's too good for this year. Birmingham sixteen. <laughs> it's like Ian on the bloody players thing, isn't it? <laughs> yeah. Ipswich ten. Norwich 12, 13, Sunderland 14, which is low for them. Yeah, but they were like that when they were at Roker. Palace 11, Palace 11 and a half, Leicester 13, 7, Huddersfield 12, that's good. They must have been on the up because they weren't getting that at Leeds Road. Uh, where did they finish? It doesn't matter. Um, Huddersfield 12, Stoke 12, West Brom 16, and everybody else. So the other, the other, you know, whatever, I don't know, 14 teams of 14 of us or 13 of us were uh, less than 10,000. And I think... What is it the championship now, do you reckon? Yeah. And 15, I think, 16? Yeah, and I, th- I think all of them, apart from you're looking at the bare basic ones, because I'd say Barnsley are one of the smaller clubs in there. And I would say we are kind of on a par with Barnsley in my head. That's where I would put us. They're the team, apart from Lincoln, we've played most ever historically. And we were very similar social economic backgrounds. The only thing that they have against it is they're better connected sort of geographically than we are. Well, um, certainly I, could be Rotherham and the same argument applies. Yeah, I think we, yeah. Um, I, 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 but I just think... Historically, that, we're probably bigger than Rotherham, but I'm, I'm saying where the club could be, yeah. we, we could be, we, we could be, you know, Rotherham, Rotherham are a good example. But again, well, here just you off go. the M1. And well, MAC, how about this? MAC, so you've got sorry. the same figures Hang as me, on a minute. Yeah, this is. I was going to say, this season, no team has tipped over 10,000 average attendance, which is really shocking when you think about it that fans aren't going to games anymore. Well, I've got the overall attendances ever. So, this is every attendance anyone's ever recorded and added it up. So, have a think. Where do you think Grimsby, out of of how many clubs are on here? 139 clubs. This is whoever this has done it, they've added all the attendances together of every team. You are kidding. where do you think Grimsby Town rank? 139, did you say? Yeah. In our history, they started recording the yeah, attendances. Yeah, since, since 1878. Yeah, but they didn't start recording. The, the attendances were estimated till about 1930. Yeah, I don't know how the data, um, but have an idea. Okay. Uh, I'm, I'm going to say we're squarely sort of mid-table on that. 56. Have you got a figure? Have you got a figure? I don't want to know it. Can I oh, guess sorry. it? Can we, can we guess it? <laughs> You've ruined it. I've ruined it now, haven't I? You said no. You said fifty-six, didn't you? In the t- in the in the list of attendance. Yeah, yeah. Go on then. Have oh, a guess. Our, our average, I, yeah. I reckon our average is probably about. No, I'm not. I don't have an average, mate. I'm oh. talking a total. Oh, so total do you attendance? want a? 
total ever. Do you want to have a guess? This is a really interesting... I will give you some ideas. So, number one, as you'd expect, is Manchester United, 106,249,505. The lowest we've got on here is Salford City, uh, uh, yes, 6,979. How many million, Man United? 20 million. No, more. Oh, no, sorry. 106 million, sorry. So, ours is 20 million, is it then, Alex? No. (laughs) (laughs) I reckon we're about 11 million. What do you reckon, uh, Ian? I'm going to go eight and a half. Maybe a bit less than that, yeah. 20,208,681. The clubs, I'll go clubs five above us and then five below us, so you get an idea of where we should be placed, really. So above us, Berry, Brentford, Oldham, Bristol Rovers and Swindon, and then Luton. Below us, Port Vale, Rotherham, Bournemouth, Southend, Northampton, Chesterfield and Doncaster. And there is a big sway there. So Doncaster at 15 million, we're at 20. And then it's actually quite a quite a steady run. So 20, I mean, like add an extra 7 million on and we're up towards like Plymouth and Bradford sort of thing. I think that also depends obviously as well how long you've been in existence. And I'm just looking now because I'm not sure whether Berry weren't in. But what, what you've seen since like the 19, so let's go from 1990, like 93, where we were half decent, the te- the attendances have gone up by around 50% on average. And I just don't think we've had that boost yet. I don't think we've had it. I don't think the club come across as a professional outfit at times. And that's not to do with this board. It can be before it as well. Um, it looks more um, local club, local bird's eye club than it would football. Like a, It's I League mean, of Gentlemen. I used yeah. to play for bird's eye. Yeah, but you, yeah, you get what I mean. It doesn't give you that image. You don't... You walk into like Bradford's, like I walked, I do a bits at Bristol, like Bristol City, I go to quite a lot. I know it's a new, uh, parts of their ground are new, but you go in their ground and it looks, and outside of it, it looks huge and the state, the stores are huge and it's moved on and it helps. It really does. Those silly little things, those little marketing's right and you've got Grimsby Town plastered all over it and it helps. It does. It really does. Even the DW. What's the attitude? What's the attitude in- what's going on? Sorry, Bruce. No, you're right. Go on, Ian. You, you... <clears throat> I was going to say a similar thing with the DW. I used to go there fairly regularly because they used to do cheap tickets for some of the games. So, like, for example, you used to be able to get a four-game ticket over Christmas was 60 quid um, to watch Wigan play whoever they're playing in the Premiership. And all right, they were only getting, like, 16,000. But even on the way up, the walk up there, it's, it's around an area where it's going to attract people going to as well, generally. Because you had, I know that they were sponsored by them, but you had JJB and... Um, a Curry's and Comet, and they're not major things. And then you had a Frankie and Benny's, I think, and just a few other little bits and bobs outside the stadium that would attract people to go and make a bit of a day rather than we'll nip up, we'll nip to the bundle with the best one in the world and get a pint for yeah, exactly. And, fit in there. and you're looking at things like in the 80s, like the early <laughs> 80s, you know what it was like, Bruce, you're that old. <laughs> like 200 and on t- in total, like what the average attendance was 10,961, 10,060. Uh, and we just never had that boost. It's always ever since kind of since like since 1985 onwards, it's always hovered between 6,000 or sorry, 7,000 is the highest 91 to, to the 3,000. The lowest attendance we've had of late was 3,073. That was 2011. That was our average, was it? You forget yeah. how low it went, don't you? 
Yeah. And then you go back to 2016, it was still, what, 4,357. Then we're back in the Football League. It goes up by, to 5,259. But we know with, with that, that they didn't, they didn't capitalise, did they? They didn't do anything no. when we got promoted. They, My, they just let yeah. Go. I would love to know, because obviously we tried to do that Fans of the Future thing, and it was it's obviously it didn't go well, and it wasn't organised properly. We didn't do it to the way we should have done. We should have made it more. Um, we, we should have waited. We know what's going on. And that people were right saying, well, why should I give money to the club when you've got Fenty there? And that's absolutely right. But I would love to see us work out exactly how, my dream is to work out how much does the club make from kids making, kids coming into the ground. And I go up to 21, 21 years of age. Like how much do people, how much do we make? Can we afford to lose that? And can we make tickets from 21 down free of charge? Is there no way we can do that? Is there no way we can make them as cheap or at least as cheap as possible? So we get these people in and we cram the cram the ground with them. If we lose £200,000, is that an issue? I think it is. As we it? move up, not no. But not, yeah. Maybe it is now, but as we, if we were to move up, then no. Because, again, what you're playing with is you're going with almost a bit of a lost <clears throat> leaders type thing, aren't you? Yeah. And you give you away can... the free tickets at that age in the hope that for the next 45 years of their life, they keep coming back. Yeah. Say, say for example, uh, a kid's season ticket then is 20 quid. So you have to put something down. So you're not just getting tickets. Maze, sorry, sorry, mate. Maze's is only 70. Yeah. Well, I, don't think, I don't think that's a lot for 23 games. No, but there are caveats to it, aren't there, mate? They like have to, don't they have to go with an adult and stuff like that? I don't think, um, I'm not I think, think, do I'm not as sure a kid's one older, but, yeah. but I think you do as a kid. So I think like, but even if you could do that, I mean, 70 quid isn't much, but it's still a lot for a kid who wants to pay for it. If they don't have their parents to be able to pay for it and they've got to get into town or whatever, like 20 quid and then like a quid on the gate or something like that. So they have to pay something. And then, I don't know, like when you get to like 18, a season ticket is 50 quid, 40 quid, just so that people go. And people, if we have a bigger ground by that, and then you can cram people in. Does it matter if they miss four or five games? It don't, does it? The thing is, as well, on a similar line, I used, I, one of those people that Bruce was talking about earlier on, people that don't go as much as maybe they could, would like to, whatever it may be. I've not gone as much as I'd want to in recent years because of having my daughter being a weekend dad. Yeah. As soon as they stopped doing main stand tickets, um, kids free with the adult, that put a kibosh on my plans because I couldn't afford, I didn't want to miss spending time with my daughter and she enjoyed going to the football, but I couldn't afford to pay the extra 12, 15 quid to go to the game every fortnight or, you know, yeah, Every we were we were the whatever. same. I went to we went to a game and I took Leanne and I took Charlie, the little one, and I took myself and it was something like and I think my, I brought my dad along as well. It was like forty it was like I can't even remember how much it had been. Let work it out in my head. If you watch, gate, 20, receipt, gate receipts are the biggest proportion of our income, aren't they? That that, well, that, yeah, that of course, is the yeah. income. And 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 I think there was a there was a statistic that came out back in two thousand and eighteen, I wanna say, and it said Apart from, I think the teams were above us were Sheffield United, which will have changed, Portsmouth, and there was one other um, club or above us relied more on the percentage-wise of their fans than anyone else, and then it was us. That we, That's without huge. operation promotion. Yeah, exactly. So it's and and whatever we did this year as well, which by the way I think is a far bigger deal than operation promotion was to do that when we've got really nothing to go for. Um, but I just, I just. Um, 
that was we we definitely rely on our tickets hugely but again it's one of these lost leader things can we can we sacrifice that can we can we look at doing that i mean if we lost i think the last time i looked wasn't it i think it was 1.3 million we made from ticket sales something like that i think was the last time i looked at the accounts like is there a way we can lose the the kids part of it i mean if if we've got no monsieur fenty taking 200 grand out we could do perhaps but I'm sure there are there, obviously we've got far clever, cleverer businessmen than me coming in that will be able to do something. Not just that, though. It would also link into what you've just said, the whole thing of we rely so much on our fans as a percentage. And I think I think I remember seeing the same thing as you. Was it something like 80 percent of our income is from fans tickets or something like that for Grimsby, yeah. I think. But like you've just said earlier on, as we get new and better companies I don't want to say new and better because that's unfair on companies in in the town, but new and more global companies, shall we say, yeah. um, coming into the, the town with regards to the renewables and whether any of those will put anything into the club um, and other bits and pieces happening with obviously the regeneration and things, whether that figure, that percentage figure then starts to decrease and we rely less heavily on ticket income and attendances and then whether you can in turn then do things like reducing the cost of kids tickets and bits and pieces i mean but it's it's the thing i mentioned about the main stand again it's another save a penny spend a pound type thing because my daughter enjoyed the football yeah um, and she did and she she played as a kid and she used to come to games with me she used to come to away games with the internet mariners and go to games and bits and pieces and i know i'm wrong at first there was a bit of bribery involved to get her to go to the first few games but then when we stopped going she's lost she hasn't lost interest in football altogether but she's lost interest in Grimsby because she doesn't see Grimsby you know until this season they're not on TV there's nothing for her to watch and see and I couldn't afford to take her to the games so they straight away by the nature of having to then charge kids I think it was 12 quid or whatever it was for a ticket they might have made oh well we got 100 kids coming in you know every game extra but then how many other people are in similar situations to me that stopped taking their kids? Therefore, you lost the £20 from me. And also, how many? How much have you lost in future as well? Because as I say, yeah. my daughter, she'd have still been going weekly with me now. Or and every uh, money b- burns a hole in a kid's pocket. Like, they'll spend it with you. If you go to, if like, put a, as I've said it so many times, put a club shop in the ground. So when it's freezing, people can buy a bobble hat and people can buy gloves and people can buy sunglasses or whatever stupid stuff but i was exactly the same with you in I, I, I took leanne i took charlie and i think it cost me 56 quid to get in to buy two adult tickets at 22 quid and then the, the kids ticket at 12 to sit in the main stand behind a post and watch us draw with crew or something like i want to do it good but, result. Good result. yeah good result nowadays isn't it <laughs> uh but um did we play the kids yeah Ooh. no oh. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I would love to talk about that one day because their, their crew's behaviour has been appalling in that. It? But um, it's it's one of these things where you get like, who's going to pay that? Two adults and a kid isn't is is a family thing, isn't it? Why is that fifty? Why is that fifty six quid? And that's before I pay to get there, pay for a program. She wants a shirt or something stupid, like uh, what? Your lad wants sweets or a Mackey's or a drink yeah, or whatever. Like, I'm not. That's like seventy quid. To watch League Two football, it's not happening. It's I not. Think, happening. I, don't, I don't think there are many places where it's cheap, though. No, I, but the, what, what I did but think, the, what I did, what isn't I, that their problem as well? But what I did, th- yeah, but 
where does where does that? Yes, your kid might want some sweets and your child might want some sweets, but you ain't going to spend twelve quid on each child, so they're going to lose money. And 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 when when it comes to yeah, in the long in the, term, in the future, in the future, um, you know, we talked about you, you, we said about them keeping it. I don't know, I don't know why we're talking like we're still we're still doing it properly, but um, in the future when I, I there can't be too big a jump at twenty one. Or else they'll say, I'm not paying that. You know, I'm not going from 30 quid to 250, 300 quid. I'm not doing that. I can't do that. That's ridiculous. Why is it so expensive? But I think what I do think we could do is I think we've got enough spare seats in the ground to try and get interest in the club to have a a sliding scale next time we're allowed in the ground. So effectively, I think we could... We could sell six thousand season tickets for the same money that, on your theory, that they spend it in the ground. If we spell, if we can sell six thousand season tickets for the same money as three thousand, that still gives us three thousand seats in the ground to sell to away fans um, and to our fans. So you've probably got two thousand tickets to our fans, and they spend all the money, and you've got those extra people coming in. So I paid this year for one adult and one daughter, one, one one daughter for one, one child. Daughter. I paid for I paid for two of us. It was three hundred and forty quid. I want to say for mining this in the lower, and then um, probably seventy pound for Maisie. It was about four hundred and twenty, ten or twenty quid. Um, now you know we could maybe bring that down to three hundred if we sold five or six thousand tickets. Just don't and think. And like I... you say, you've got them people in the ground then. I think I can understand where that comes from, and I, I'd, I'd be willing to try. I just don't think it's going to pull in as many people as you'd think because I think it's been used before, hasn't it? I think it's worked once or twice, but as a long-term thing, I just doesn't think, don't think it worked because you have to be obsessed with the club to see where that is. And if you're just buying it and you, you can't, you're taking a gamble. And if that money isn't in your pocket, if you know, it's going to be six, 400 quid at 3000 tickets and it's going to be, you're still going to have to have that 400 quid in your pocket at some point because you can't rely on everybody. I just think it's a bit complicated. And that's why I don't think it's used that widely. But I'd how, be willing to try. How can we do it, though, that you, 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 you as an exile or you, as, or you even as a local person that, doesn't, that can't go to every game, I, I commit to the club at the start of the season with 400 and odd quid and... You know, where do I get my benefit if you get cheap tickets on a match day? They can't sell everything cheap, can they? I know it's difficult, isn't it? There's no, I agree, I agree with there you. There isn't an easy solution. It comes down to the same thing as it always used to be that when we were in relegation trouble and they'd do five oh. games for five quid or whatever, and the season ticket holders used to get a bit angry about that, didn't they? You do exactly what um, Costco do, and the way Costco make money is on their memberships. So everybody, if, if you pay 40 quid for a membership every year, you get a cheaper season ticket or cheaper match day ticket than you would do if you just roll up on the day. So then you've got your 40 quid there and you, you need, and if you're a member, if you're a member, so then you get sent the accounts that you've shown this week, Bruce, uh, and you get involved in other things. You, you maybe That was get, amazing, wasn't it? Yeah. And you get like the members, you like get a beat be, to become a member of the Mariners Trust and you you're allowed to get a discount on this or that and whatever. Um, if you have that, your season ticket's cheaper as well and it works out less than the 40 quid. By the, by the way, like I, I wouldn't advocate dropping prices completely on everything. I, I don't think 
that our adult tickets are that badly priced, particularly in relation to everybody else. I, I would like to see them cheaper, but that's yeah. a football-wide problem. But I think the key one is what we've said, that there shouldn't be as much of a jump between a junior then turning into an adult, and all of a sudden it goes from whatever, 30, 50, 70 quid, whatever the actual price is, up to the, the £300 mark. Well, and, I rem- yeah, sorry. Well, I was just going to say there's something, there was a figure I read earlier on while I was looking around that... 85% of the jobs lost during the last year have been to people under the age of 35. Yeah, I can imagine. That is the sort of thing that is going to hit football attendances when it comes back. And actually, there's going to be need to be some form of incentive to support people of those ages coming into football. And exactly. And the other problem that's always been growing ever since is the average age of a football attendance is slowly getting higher. Yeah. And we want to try and be you want to try and be the German model and it's cheap season tickets, reward loyalty, reward constant going, make it cheap for kids, make it cheap for young adults. So that by the time they get to 25, whatever they are paying a little bit more, but they're hooked and they don't want to go anywhere else. I like that. I like that. And that's, I think that's what you end up having to do. And that's why I think it works in Germany. But because I think everyone talks about how cheap German tickets are, but if you were to go to Dortmund tomorrow to watch a game, it's not cheap. You'd still pay 60 quid for a ticket. Well, it's something um, me and some friends do um, every year. We try to go to a different game. So we've done Barcelona. We've done um, an Inter Milan game. We were due just before COVID to go to PSG. Every one of those tickets um, per game has cost us a minimum of £100. Really? Wow. So I went to to Roma against Torino, and that was 45 quid for my ticket. That was a pretty decent seat. You had to be in the gods to get like a 20 euro ticket. But then again, they play in the Olympico and there's only like 30,000 people in there. So, I mean, obviously it depends on the game and things like that. But I've even, obviously a few years ago, the guy from 11 Freunde came over. Yeah, yeah, Uh, I remember the article. That was good. Yeah, well, he he travelled with me to the Doncaster game um, because we played for the Internet Mariners in the morning. Um, And he's invited us over to go to Schalke at some stage um, and he was even chatting to us about tickets and saying you know I'd, I'd make sure you didn't get tourist prices and what have you but it's been a case of it would still be fairly costly you know it's it's not cheap to go as your as your casual fan it's cheaper to go for your people that are hooked like you say because get them hooked get a regular consistent revenue stream coming in and you'll have that for life and make sure that they've got mates with them as well. Because if you've got mates, you're not going to be wanting to be the one that bombs bombs everyone out, do you? But what we're talking For a about, 90s really? Word. <laughs> yeah. What, what we're talking about, really, is it's the it's actually the model that Apple have gone with, just to take it away from football slightly. But the model that Apple have gone with is not that their product is the best or anything like that. It's that everybody wants one because everybody else has got one. The brand loyalty, if, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. If everybody in Grimsby is a Grimsby Town fan, people want to be a Grimsby Town fan and go to the games, and you're just going to have that continuous stream of income coming in. That's what they... Um, you know, that's what people say, isn't it? When the town's doing well, it's what people are talking about in the offices and the shops and the factories and, you know, oh, didn't the town are doing well. And like you, like, like, you know, like we said earlier, you know, when Alex was younger, people are ridiculing you because, oh, you're a town fan. I'm a, I follow Man U. Oh, how many times have yeah. you been to Old Trafford? Oh, I haven't, but I've got a shirt. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. And 
I think one of the reasons why I quite like the idea of Fremo, although it's not too different from the docks, is it's there. The ground is there. There's unless you it's very similar to I, I spend most of my time in Woking nowadays. You wouldn't know that unless you knew where McLaren was, you wouldn't know that one of the 10 Formula One teams in the world was based in, in Woking. You'd have no idea unless you went past the factory. And it's the same kind of thing for town. Unless you knew where the ground was, if you're walking around the centre of town because you've got you're that sad, you would have no idea that that club is in that town. And if I think it was in Freeman Street, it's big, it's brash, it's a stadium in the centre of town, it's always going to be there. And I think you need to have more visibility because it just puts everyone in, more in their conscious. So not just players wandering around and, and, and going, to cl- for, uh, going to schools and such, but like on the like banners and marketing and and like I always remember Lincoln City before they were even big they used to have it at the local bus station like where Freshney Place would be for us they used to have every year the season the the match tickets and the the the, the like the fixture list up on a massive billboard all along the bus shower and I it used to I, I guess it didn't work because Lincoln City's attendance was still shit but it's 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 still it's still a bit of prominence in the town and apart from at Christmas, when they go in for two or three weeks, you don't really know we're there. Well, it's one of the couple of things that just jumped straight to mind. Obviously, I mentioned the DW earlier on in going to Wigan. About 20 minutes walk from Wigan Stadium, there are billboards up advertising the upcoming games. Um, and along, we're talking a fair old distance away from where the stadium is. Um, but then the other one um, that sprang to mind really for me is, and it's it's a completely different type of... Well, no, I don't think it is a completely different type of club. It's a completely different level of club. But you look at the things that Liverpool and the fans do in the fact that they have murals of club legends painted all over the city. Um, and why, you know, like you've just said, there's no reference to Grimsby Town unless you go past the stadium. Could we not have similar things done in places? You know, there's yeah, plenty, exactly. plenty of buildings it. knocking around. Stick a mural up a bloody... Paul Groves or um, Jackie Bestel or, you know, Bet Mead Hall and Book and whatever. Just little references yeah. dotted all over the town. Yeah, like I think one of the things that Leeds used to do, wasn't it? That all the little um, BT boxes, the green boxes you see everywhere, they all have like loads of Leeds United stuff on them and stuff like that, just painted on them and, and just make it a bit more visible. I'd love to do stuff like that. And hopefully we, we might do that more, like just get, just get people's awareness and like, oh, this is happening. And 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 if it's associated with things like Doc's Beers, which helps because it's seen as a, a popular place and a popular place to be at the moment, if you can match it in with that and it, it helps, it really does help what, what image you portray. It's weird, but it does. It's really, I think it'd be really exciting. It'd be, it'd yeah. be really, really interesting to see whatever happens this season. Um, it'll be, it'll be interesting to see what, what, what the future holds for the club and the way that they do things. Now, obviously, it'll give them a much better starting point if we're in the Football League. Um, but I think either way, it's going to be interesting, isn't it? Yeah, it's, it's, uh, hopefully they go out and they get opinions from fans and they talk to them and see what they want. I think if they were getting a fans area, which people keep talking about, I think that'd be incredible. Um, I think that really helps. It brings people to the stadium. Um, there are so many things they can do. Well, they're spending the food. They're spending the food, the food money in McDonald's before they get in the ground at the minute. Yeah, because who know, wants get, to eat there? Get people in the ground at you know, get people in the ground at one o'clock. I mean, all right, it might not be me, but 
you know, get the families in the ground at one o'clock and so they're there from one till five and buy the food at the, you know, at the decent food outlet, the, the burgers and the, the, the pucker pies are all right because they're just the same whatever, as long as you get a warm one. But Yeah, but, or get one. Yeah, but, but you know, the burgers and things, the vans, it's just the, the food's been, the whole club's just been neglected and hopefully it's going to change. There was a, there's a Twitter account called Footy Scran and it tweeted a picture from Grimsby Town the other day, and it's the old one of the... Ah, uh, cheeseburger. Um, yeah, the cheeseburger, ah. um, with a cheese slice on top of a burger, and there's no top to the bun. Uh, and did, you ever, did, I, did I ever show you the one with my... I'm pretty sure I've tweeted it before with the pie that I had. No, I, I don't think so. I once had a pie at Blunder Park that was once so hard that I smashed it against the back, and I proper smashed it against the hoarding, and it didn't break. <laughs> <laughs> and I took it back and I'd finished the filling because that's always, and then I'll eat the bottom bit. And she goes, what's wrong with it? You've eaten it. And I smashed it against the side. I go, that's what's wrong with it. She goes, oh, it's all right. <laughs> you need someone to deconstruct it for you, didn't you? Yeah, absolutely. I was just going to go back to something you mentioned, Bruce, about obviously it's an easier base to build from staying in the league. And I, I think it's easier from the business perspective, but I, I do wonder slightly if it would be easier from the expectation perspective if we went down, because they'd be able to a degree to use some PR and manage the expectation of how quickly the changes would come for the club. Because, listen, we really are having to rebuild. We're in non-league, etc. We really are having to do this properly. Rather than staying in the league and coming in and all the fans going, yeah, that's it. Because one thing that does concern me with a new board and a new consortium coming in is the potential for people just to go, you know, <clears throat> shoot, um, not shoot, oh. sorry, Jason Stockwood sold his business for 490 million. Why is he not buying... You know, why is he not putting fifteen million? That's that oh, I'm just sending Yeah, the, the the unreal expectation. Yeah, no. Well, yeah. Why, why why aren't we spending a fortune? No, yeah. and, and and the thing is as well that as, as has been said before, um, we'll do we'll probably do better. And, and I'm not saying I want to do that, but we'll probably do. Do you better. like that one, Ian? Sorry, Bruce. I've just sent the picture of that pie that I got from BP. You'll like that one. I'll put it on the Twitter account as well if you listen we'll, to this. We'll, we'll probably we'll probably do better in um, non-league, and because I, I I don't think I do think whatever happens, Paul Hurst will be here next year, um, yeah. and I I think that having seen what he's seen, like we said on Sunday's pod, um, having seen what he's seen, you know, he might already have four, five, six of these players that he wants to keep next year. So I don't think we'd have two finishes of eleventh if we were, if, we, if we got relegated. I think we would be a bit higher than that. Yeah, I agree. Well, you only I need agree. to finish eighth, don't you? <clears throat> To, to get in the playoffs down there. Yeah, but I just think we would be, you know, when we went down under Woods, it was a whole new squad and things. And I think even if we get relegated, this this half a season or whatever he'll have had, um, he'll have learnt from it and we'll have, he, he, he won't be building a completely new squad. So I yeah. think that we'll go into next season a little bit more prepared than you normally would in this circumstance. I think there's right. definitely people that'll have lined up ready to come in. And obviously Lenny on an 18-month deal. Diz. Um, it is back in. Let's get the old gang back together. Yeah. Get the band back together, boy. Sign Craig Clay from Leighton Orient. That'll go down well with everybody because he was oh, like, while he was here. I like, I like Craig Clay. Clay. No, get I Harry did, Pellin. but he was one of those ones that got stick, wasn't he? Craig get Clay. Harry Pellin. Yeah, everybody needs a bad boy. Parslow's retired, unfortunately. I mean, he's got his, he got his head injury, bless him. Yeah. yeah. Well, we only need him for 15 minutes every week. Can he do that? Yeah. No, we don't need him for 15 minutes. That's the thing. <laughs> he could drive the bus. 
He tried to park it often. That my, was the problem. Yeah, my only worry with Hurst is that he's a stubborn guy and it works for him because he knows better than everyone. But we've had him for seven years and like every relationship in the world, like you start to get irritated by just being near them and there'll be things that have broken camel's backs on certain people. Him and Lenny don't have people that are, so if there's a slow start, I just worry. I don't want him to go. I think he'd be great manager. I think he gets another two years, 18 months to build his squad and get back at it. But I just hope people don't get on his back too much. We're already seeing it, but it's working. It really no, you, is working. You're right. Literally just before we started this, um, there was a Twitter account I found um, named after a uh, famous A-team character. Um and it was just a whole stream of tweets to the club, to Radio Humberside, to Matt Dannett, to anybody connected with the club on Jason Stockwood, just saying, you know, Hurst needs to be out. What the hell are we playing here? I hey, saw one I of them earlier. Hurst. Yeah, one of them was literally, I hate Hurst. And I thought, that was it. Nothing else. Oh, was that the guy that didn't have a profile picture? Yes. Yeah, I saw that earlier. Uh, I, I nearly, I nearly pulled them out because it, it was created like last year, sometime in August or September time. And yeah. It, had, it, it followed seven people that were nothing to do with town, and it had, and it had no followers. Yeah. And, that's and that, the one. It, just, it just said troll to me. I yeah, can't... no, it does. But it, it's whether obviously you know I I would like to hope and think it is a troll, but. Um... <clears throat> it's just the fact that there is somebody out there with enough time on their hands to be replying to anything town related saying I hate her. And you know, I he, hate he has, Hurst. Come, he has come off Twitter, hasn't he? Who, Paul Hurst? No. <laughs> um where is it? Yeah, I I was gonna tell Alex about it. Um What's that? It's no this 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 account because Mystery it, account. It, it, it commented on it commented on it was basically Oh, it was one of Jason Stockwood's. Tweets. Yeah, that's where I picked it up. Oh, um, God, leave the guy alone, please. No, it, no, it was, it was, it was. Uh, hang on, it wasn't us, Alex. <laughs> no, <laughs> I know. I'm just, just, just frustrated. Right. But, no, I agree with you. We haven't right. on the podcast. I haven't approached Jason yet. I will do at some point, but I want to wait till it's all signed and do. I, I want to wait for the ink to dry before I do it. Till he's got all his ducks in a row. Yeah, exactly. All his, unlike all his, um, you know, legitimate non-convicted. Ducks. <laughs> oh, I, can't find, it. I can't find it now, Ian. <laughs> no, I'll, I'll spot it. But yeah, a certain um, A-team character it was. I like um, doing the State of the Club podcast that are late. <laughs> They're just <laughs> random chat. I'm going to turn it off and I've got to go because I'm going to have to edit this. Yeah, no. I don't, why, why, why did we start recording again? What happened? I don't... Well, we just started chatting, so I thought I'd put it in as an extra. Oh, hang on, hang on. This tomorrow is or something. Alex wanted Mr. to get you slandering somebody earlier. Yeah, on. I don't want. I don't really want that bit about doxing because that's no, there's no fact behind that at all. I just, I just think that Will's a sensible lad and he knew what was going on in the town. Um, right, this is Mister T, right? That's him. Um, another one for Soccer AM. This is Jason Stockwood, Mister T. Uh, it's uh, can't fault the work ethic against onwards and upwards. A bit of hard work, hard, a bit hard to beat. Had a bit of luck. Anything could happen. Trust me, it hasn't. Uh, where is it, Mister T? Tweets and replies. Uh, Mister T, tweets and replies. This is this guy's tweets. Uh, don't act like you care, Joe. This is to Joe Bunny. Um, oh my god when uh, was I'll, lighten that up, I'll, I'll lighten up when I see some passion and commitment at my club if you're happy to accept this dross and lack of effort then fair enough 
you call that dying for the badge, really? One game where he didn't have a shocker and now he's dying for the badge. Please calm down. We're bottom. Uh, I saw him do his thing over several years before he finally left for Shrewsbury. I don't want that again. Thank you. Hurst out. Hurst out. Hurst <laughs> did you out. see? Did you see my that one where he goes? Yeah. Hello we, again. What oh, was yeah, that one where he going? Yeah, but he wouldn't get us promoted from non-league or whatever it is. His style would. It's like I'm pretty sure I was there when that it, when it happened. Yeah. Shock, <laughs> shocking. Hurst out. Hate this man so much. Hurst out. Give it up, Jason. This is when Jason was being positive. Uh, and then he goes on. Somebody's done an England one. Southgate out. Southgate out. <laughs> uh, I applaud your optimism. I'm afraid I can't muster any at the minute. This is a troll. I don't know why I'm talking about it because it is just not a real person or it's a very sad person. Yeah, I'll have a look for him. But I've, I've, oh, yeah, I found him now. I'll have a read through. Yeah. All right, then, guys. Cool. I'll see you all later. Thank you very much. Bye. See you, guys.